This is your LA Business and Jobs Forecast, where we highlight hot topics and underlying economic trends useful to you. We explore action plans that you can apply to improve your income, investments, and career progression. Roger Turnaden, Director of Business and Legal Programs for UCLA Extension, is your host. He brings over 30 years of leadership experience with global companies, including Senior Vice President and Director of Worldwide Marketing for American International Group and a similar global position with Transamerica Insurance Group. He is also a certified financial planner an NYU Stern School PhD, and brings years of experience advising private business owners and high net worth individuals. Roger's passion is to better understand the interrelationships and connectivity of global economics and impactful market financial trends. These podcasts are made for educational purposes and are not financial advice. The goal is to educate and provide resources on focused economic and job trends with the latest support research so that you can make more informed financial and career decisions that best suit your personal needs. Be sure to email us at rtornadin at uclaextension.edu on more specific questions, which we will answer either personally or select as part of our future podcast. You may have noticed that Social Security and pension funds do not have adequate funding to pay promised retirement benefits. Compounding that, we face fewer and fewer well-paying jobs. What does that mean for our retirement and saving possibilities? Let's see what Roger has to say on these topics. In the last episode, we highlighted the substantial chronic unemployment that is pretty much ignored by headline measures of economic health. Unfortunately, this is particularly true in Los Angeles, where low unemployment rates are trumpeted at the same time that increasing numbers of potential workers receive food stamps. Overall, Los Angeles is experiencing an official poverty rate of 15%. Today, our goal is to move from the seriously underreported unemployment situation to clear and present challenges for growing the workforce over the next few years and the longer term. We're facing some of the strongest headwinds in many decades as new and inexpensive digital tools can increase products and services but require fewer and fewer employees. Unfortunately, the popular but incomplete reports of good or even excellent economic growth actually distract from today's real workforce issues. We're going to see how many middle-income jobs are becoming lower-paid or eliminated in total, while fewer, higher-paying jobs are created to oversee and continue to develop labor replacement approaches. We will also discuss the necessary success ingredients on how you can compete for the fewer but higher paying jobs in the market today. Let's start off by highlighting the really important employment issues facing pretty much all of us. First of all, the expected life expectancy of those now entering their teenage years is far greater than the past 85 to 90 year old life expectancy in the last decade. Here's the update. Almost all the world's economically advanced countries currently have a life expectancy from 100 to 107 years. The United States is in the middle at 103 years. This is wonderful news. Our lives are extended and is a tribute to numerous advances in healthcare. Secondly, most of these countries, particularly those with strong national trade unions, are pushing for earlier and earlier retirement ages. 
in the 50s versus the 60s, along with shorter work hours per week. You can appreciate the value of high-paying jobs and high savings rates as a 40- to 50-year retirement period is rapidly becoming a reality for many. The longer retirement period will soon exceed the entire working and asset accumulation period. Consider now that Americans 55 years and older, that almost half of them have nothing put away in a 401k style defined contribution plan or even an IRA. This is according to a government accounting office recent study. Based on last week's episode, we also know that annual increases in Social Security are inadequate to cover the much higher year-to-year consumer price increases. The bottom line is that fewer and fewer can afford to retire even now unless they actively seek long-term periods of part-time work, most of it really low-paying work. The future looks even more unfriendly with today's higher-than-reported unemployment and the next phase of labor-saving technologies taking more and more higher-paying jobs. We'll cover U.S. financial stresses in the next episode, but for now, I'll just acknowledge that in addition to everything else, U.S. pension funds are facing a serious shortage of funds that is rapidly becoming a funding crisis. By the way, pension funds continue to assume the shorter lifetimes and therefore the shorter retirement periods of yesteryear, while also continuing to assume they can earn 7% a year or more on their investments. Their actual returns, even with a booming stock market, are nowhere near 7% a year. Today's underfunding is close to $6 trillion just for the pension funds, but totals over $20 trillion when overall U.S. retirement savings deficiencies are considered. Once again, these recent numbers assume a 30-year retirement period, not 40 or 50 years. Today's deficit of $20 trillion, which is the size of the entire U.S. gross national product in a year, is expected to grow annually by an additional $3 trillion. The underfunding situation is not only not improving, it's worsening. Why should you care? Most will care when the Social Security system is bankrupt, along with the number of long-standing pension funds as benefits will be chopped and personal income taxes will have to increase on everything to fund future bailouts. There's simply no money laying around anywhere. So far, we've managed to keep running up our federal debt per household to the point where each household owes almost $200,000 as their share. And this is in addition to the mortgage debt, school debt, and credit card debts they have. The federal debt per household has gone up six times in the past generation. Let me repeat that. The federal debt per household that we all owe has gone up six times in the past generation. Can we go up another six times in the next 20 or so years? This can't happen as the interest rate on the debt itself would require a doubling of our income taxes. So in our last episode, you're saying that Social Security is being kept afloat a few more years by low or no annual increases to retirees. And now you're saying that all pension funds are nearing a funding crisis and we all live 10 or more years longer in retirement. We already have unemployment issues that have been swept under the rug. And now, new technologies are reducing more jobs than they create. How does all this pan out for those who are willing to work hard for a better life? New technologies on the back of the Internet and global digitalization are creating a perfect storm. Here's what we think we know in the big picture. 
Jobs that are in the middle between consumers and suppliers are rapidly moving toward low pay, if not extinction. Manufacturing is ushering in AI and robotics at the expense of human jobs. Agents and brokers will be first squeezed by lower and lower commissions, like the free stock market transactions introduced a month ago. Online discounted real estate agent commissions are now impacting the 2 million active real estate agents across the United States, with direct homeowner sales on the rise. Direct insurance sales are rapidly growing at the expense of the 1.1 million licensed insurance agents. Telemarketers will be replaced rapidly by AI and chatbots. Data entry will occur as downloads and voice versus humans. Food service growth is now from urban kitchens with home delivery. Drivers will find attrition and long-term AI replacement. That's cars, trucks, ships, and airplanes. Accountants and financial planners will have AI tools and models fed by data downloads, in other words, smaller staffs and clerks, and so forth. Overall, new entrants to the U.S. workforce are now expected to have three or four different careers and eight to ten jobs during their working lifetimes, with no one employer providing secure retirement planning. So wait, everything will be up to me? Moving from job to job, preparing for job and career changes, and saving enough without the benefit of long-term formalized retirement plans? But isn't it true that AI and robotics will create new kinds of jobs? What about the technology millionaires and billionaires? We offered key perspectives in episode one, so I'll repeat them here. There are thousands, not hundreds of thousands or millions of people who dominate the trillions of dollars per day of dollar movements and investments every day of the week. So don't fantasize that you're one of them. A few will make it to this high summit, and I hope everyone here does, but there are tens or hundreds of millions who live and work below these few high summits. So focus on yourself first. The expectation is that future job prospects will continue to move toward the shape of a barbell. Many jobs will move to the lower end or even part-time end, with some or many dropping off altogether. This is happening now, as we've already discussed, but it may pick up steam sooner rather than later. On the other end, those who learn many of the newer skill sets will move up to the higher end of the barbell, but some of these skills are not the ones a lot of people are thinking about. Unfortunately, it's too optimistic to expect that new jobs will even come close to counterbalancing the jobs that are going to go away or that are being downgraded in skills and pay. For example, a two-year study from McKinsey Global Institute suggests that by 2030, artificial intelligence and robots could replace as much as 30% of the world's current human labor force. That's only 10 or so years from now. Those teens with a 103-year life expectancy are not only faced with earning a comfortable day-to-day lifestyle, but at the same time saving for 40 to 50 years of retirement, with many pension funds, including Social Security, either long gone or taxes so high that saving anything will be more than just a minor challenge. Consider where we are right now. We're actually beginning the second phase of new job definitions with AI and robotics. The first phase is already here. How about a real-life example? You've all read about the companies Amazon has put out of business. Amazon, as a specific case, is reducing more jobs than it creates. Data shows there are 170,000 fewer retail jobs 
in Amazon-related industries like bookstores, grocery stores, and clothing stores in 2017 versus one year earlier. This drop even counts the new jobs Amazon created in these industries. Here are some more Amazon data points. Amazon is introducing packing robots to facilities that will replace increasing numbers of their own employees as the impacted industries continue to shed us humans. Their new carton wrap system from the Italian firm CMC can reportedly pack 600 to 700 packages per hour, four to five times the average rate of human packers. Their robotic packing system would replace 24 workers in facilities that average around 2,000 workers, according to the report. Reuters puts the nationwide job cuts that could follow full implementation of robotic packing across Amazon's network at 1,300 jobs. Reuters sources also note that cost savings were the primary goal. At a cost of $1 million per machine, the new system would pay for itself in less than two years. The Amazon spokesperson called robotic packing a pilot, but more efficiencies are going to be following. Wow, this is really incredible. But I have to ask, how can I be one of the winners, one of those who can earn a good living and save enough for retirement? Let's focus on the future Los Angeles job market, given what we covered in Episodes 1, 2, and 3. There are six consistent drivers of jobs in L.A. County. Five of them are industries, and one is small business across all industries. The five industries are hospitalities, that's hotels and restaurants, healthcare, technology, including defense, entertainment, and education, and including UCLA. We recognize that government agencies, construction, real estate, and transportation employ significant full and part-time employees, but they themselves have their own up-and-down cycles, while also directly impacted by the key trends in the five industries and small business itself. The Institute for Applied Economics forecasts that hospitality, education, and health combined, and professional business services account for almost all the job growth in L.A. County over the next two or so years. So here's the issue. Almost all of hospitality jobs are low-paying, as they are low-skilled, often part-time, and transitory or non-career. Add to that, many of the professional business service jobs are made up of repetitive tasks that are the primary targets of AI having an impact, if not total replacement. The good news is that the one large area of job growth is health services and likely caregivers in this category. A skills gap is emerging among human employees. Witness long-standing job searches unable to attract qualified candidates. Additionally, AI robotics and other human-machine interactions brings higher productivity and related cost efficiencies, but they are changing the skills required of human workers. It's important to upskill to even qualify for tomorrow's job interviews. So what's our plan of attack, given that we're in the midst of all this change? I hope everyone is thinking about how their own jobs and careers are rapidly changing. There's an old saying that when the tide goes out, all the boats drop closer to the bottom. No matter your job or career, give serious time to consider how your industry is impacted by technology. If this seems too esoteric, then look at what leaders in your industry are doing in terms of adapting to new available technologies. Don't just look at your industry in total. Look for what's changing and do it with the most serious process. Look at your trade and association newsletters. Use Google. 
Try a number of searches. Look for industry conference agendas. In other words, make this a real project for yourself. In general, for all jobs and careers, consider the following. There are certain skills that machines cannot replicate, at least for the foreseeable future, and I'm going to give you five of them. Creative skills, social skills, cognitive skills, emotional skills, and technological skills. Creative skills. AI cannot replicate a human's ability to create or invent or to be inspiring. Entrepreneurs and those who take the initiative are safe from AI so far. Social skills. AI is not an acceptable substitute for interpersonal relations, relationship building, or brainstorming sessions. In our global economy, it's hard to even imagine successful AI practice involving intercultural sensitivity or much less task force or organizational leadership. Cognitive skills. AI is not effective at making judgments based on specific data. We humans make decisions all the time concerning situations we haven't experienced. Systems can match data, but not understand its significance as the specific situations change. Humans also have the long-term edge in reasoning, negotiating, and arriving at decisions. Emotional skills. While robots can perform surgical procedures and complete complex tasks, the human touch and emotional connections are not in the wheelhouse of AI and robotics. Technological skills. Humans provide the direction, data, and framework for AI deep learning and will likely continue to direct complex AI systems at least until Skynet takes over. For those who prepare for tomorrow's jobs, the output of human work will skyrocket. For those who largely ignore AI's impact in their professions, a less optimistic human-machine collaboration awaits them. So in total, here's where we are. All professions and jobs are vulnerable to substitution, and it's already occurring. We all need to assess, evaluate, and prepare. We are going into this job replacement with a U.S. economy that is already having employment and jobs creation issues. This is supported by underlying data, but not often a part of headline news reports. This will soon change, and it will become undeniable. With appropriate preparation, we can stay ahead of it and perhaps manage the changes in process, but we need to focus on understanding the directions of change in our jobs and professions, and the sooner the better. Next time with Roger. Is it China that's been taking our jobs in recent years? How is a long-term trade deficit impacting the U.S. economy? What appears to be the next black swan event that could torpedo the financial markets and our personal net worth? Remember to email him any of your questions or comments at rturnadin at uclaextension.edu. You're listening to UCLA Extension's Business and Jobs Forecast, expanding your financial mind to grow your financial wallet. Hosted by Business and Legal Programs Director Roger Turnadin. This podcast is presented by UCLA Extension and produced by Jamie Moss at Studio 10960. UCLA Extension offers more than 5,000 online and in-classroom courses taught by over 2,000 leading practitioners to help you get from here to there. For more information on this podcast or our financial and legal programs, please check us out at www.uclaextension.edu. We know it's about your life, not just your money.